and welcome back to another episode of Deplorable Nation. I'm your host, Deplorable Janet, and today I have a lovely, beautiful, fantastic returning guest. She's amazing on the inside and the out. She is uh, one of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my life, and I'm privileged to know you. Welcome, Miss Rosie from Upstate Unconventional. How are you, love? Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. It's been way long overdue having a solo one-on-one <laughs> -on -one girl thing, I think. That it has been. I have been <laughs> after you for uh, a while I know. And I finally got my nerve up. So here I am. <laughs> you got your nerve up and you got rid of some shit now. I got so. rid of some shit. <laughs> so we're free to shit. chat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're not talking about Nico. <laughs> right. No, she still has Nico. She's going to keep him, I think. Anyways. Yeah, I'm keeping that, I'm keeping that one for sure. <laughs> no return receipt on that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He's, I'm stuck with that one. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm so sorry. For people who do not know you, tell people a little bit about yourself and um, your what you do. Okay. Well, I'm Rosie, and I am a co-host with Nico of Upstate Unconventional. This has been sort of a newish venture for me. I joined him, I think, toward the end of the summer. So we'll be going on a year soon before, before I know it. Oh my gosh. Um, and it's been such a blast. I also am a model and I have a couple of Instagram pages where I'm known as Pepper Rose. So you can check those out if you'd like. Um, well, and yes, <laughs> yes, they should. And for my male listeners, you will not regret that. <laughs> And for my female listeners, uh, don't be jealous because <laughs> she is absolutely stunning. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, it's I, I get so I'm like so red right now, but um, yeah. So I do that. It was fun to kind of fall into this whole thing. Um, the COVID experience was fun for us because <laughs> right? we got to spend a lot of time together. And that's when I um, made these pages, these modeling mm -hmm. pages, which, <clears throat> excuse me, they're actually kind of all of Nico's idea to kind of get me to do this. And so I did it. And here we are. I, I didn't know there was such a redhead thing. At the time, I was very naive to it. <laughs> I posted a few pictures, and I guess I used the right hashtags, and here we are. Um, I've got quite a little following, and but it's, it's a lot of fun, and I really enjoy it. And I get to be creative. Yes, it's modeling, and you know, but but there's a lot of creativity for me because I take right. all of my own pictures and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I've always been into photography and art. And so it's just a nice little fun outlet, you know, that I right. enjoy doing. Yeah. So what what did you do before that? So I did go to school for art. Um, I went to college for studio art. I was a painter and also art history. So I had a double major. Um, and then when I was done with college, I actually became an interior designer. And I worked for a big company um, they're pretty well known in um, 
and like this area in particular. And I'd be, I became like a person that people would come in and I would design, you know, like their rooms and put their, um, like pick out furniture for them, the whole nine yards. I would do mm -hmm. the whole thing. And I loved it. So that's really in my nature. Cause that was always something I just always loved doing decorating mm -hmm. and home decor and designing rooms and things like that. Um, so yeah, I got into that. And then I became um, a manager for one of the stores. And then after that, uh, I started traveling before COVID hit. And mm -hmm. it was probably like two years before. So I was like traveling around, opening stores, designing the stores, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it was a great job. And then uh, COVID hit. And then, you know, we sort of they they kind of let the artistic part of the the job go mm -hmm. because they you know they can afford to have everybody on anymore and uh i ended up just quitting after mm -hmm. a while it just wasn't worth it anymore um and then yeah but it was great because i got to be home with the kids you know right. and everything right. like that and then I started my Instagram and yeah. So uh, yeah, I've always been artistic, um, but I also am very much into yoga and mm -hmm. Ayurveda. Um, I got, do you want me to just keep going? Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm rambling. I got into that in 2014. Um, I'm, it was such a weird thing for me because I never expected to get into it full like I did I actually was in um Cape Cod it's where we vacation mm -hmm. and every time I go here I have a very I have a spiritual experience and I don't know what it is about it I don't know if I had past lives there what it what it is but every time I come to this place I have a spiritual actual somebody speaking to me mm -hmm. and so I was by myself uh, taking a walk and on the beach and my grandparents had come already. So we always brought the whole family. It was such a, it's always such a great time, you know? Um, and we went early this year. Usually we would go in August and this year we went in June, which was so strange to do. Like I, we still, when my mom and I talk about why we chose June, now we know why, but at the time we were like, wow, did, did we do this? without maybe maybe there was like a deep knowing why we chose this month so and I'll get to why in a minute um so at the time I was married to my ex-husband and um you know we had our our son um there too but I was taking a walk on the beach and something kept telling me do you gotta do yoga I need you to take yoga teacher training something somebody's talking to me and I was like huh so I went back to the house and I started practicing it. I just started like doing it. And they were like, no, <laughs> like <laughs> you need to like, like dive deep into this yoga thing. So we got back from vacation and I started researching it and I found a yoga teacher training that was going to start in September. And I, it sounded right for me. This woman was like legit because I, I have a very hard time like trusting like who's legit, who's not. Right. Like, Same. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So like after a lot of research and stuff like that, and I reached out to her and she really knows her stuff. I mean, she's been doing it for years and years and her 
I researched like who trained her and it was pretty amazing. So I was like, this is, this sits, this feels right to me because this wasn't just, the idea was not just, you're going to become a yoga teacher and teach yoga. You know, it was literally (laughs) like, you're going to transform yourself. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the, that's like a perk that you'll be able to teach people yoga after this. But this isn't the idea of it. The idea is that you're, if you want to change and you want to like be better, like a better person, like a better, like health wise, all this stuff, it was so appealing to me because I always want to elevate my whole life. I've always wanted to right. like move forward, move forward and change and grow. Like that's been my whole thing. And so I was so t- like, yeah, yeah, this is it. Like I was eating it up. So in July, so, so I signed up. I'm ready to go. I'm like excited. So in July, I think it was, I don't even know, late July. um, I randomly went for a scan uh, because I was having like some stomach issues. Like, uh, I didn't know what it was. Like I was just having like weird burning in the middle of my stomach. And, you know, they were like, oh, check on your gallbladder, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I, I went in for like a scan. Now this was 2014. And they were like, huh, do you have polycystic kidney disease? And I was like, what? Poly- You're what? like, huh? <laughs> so say, do I have what? <laughs> right. You, no. I know. What are you seeing there? I don't, that's not me. And she was like, oh, okay. Well, you have like a, a ton of cysts around your kidneys. And she was like, so let me just, you know, we'll just do our thing here and you know, I'm sure it's not a big deal. And now I'm like, well, it sounds like a big deal. Like, you <laughs> right. About? You're like, why? What? You just yeah. brush that right under the rug. <laughs> right. She's like, but everything else looks healthy. You look great. There's no stomach issues. And I was like, oh, okay. So my doctor gets the scan and he was like, I want you to go to, oh God, it's slipping my mind. The kidney doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, Urologist. And I was like, Okay. A nephrologist. Nephrologist. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what is happening? So I go to the nephrologist and he was kind of scary. And, you know, it was like one of those people that didn't have like great bedside manner either. Right. So (laughs) there's a lot of those. (laughs) I'm sure you're very well uh, familiar with that. So I I'm, I went alone and I was like, what's going on here? Because I didn't really want to scare like my family too much before like I knew mm-hmm. what was going on. And he was like, yeah, you have uh, polycystic kidney disease. And I was like, what is that? And he mm-hmm. was like, well, it's a genetic disease. He was like, so someone in your family has it and it just got passed along to you. This isn't something that you just get like a regular kidney, different kind of a kidney disease. This is a genetic kidney disease. I'm like, the one thing my biological father left me, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't have a relationship. And I'm like, oh, great. Because I heard like years and years before that, that he had to have like a kidney transplant. And I didn't think of anything of it, right? I just heard through the grapevine, like my mm-hmm. mom, like, and I were talking to like a friend and she was like, oh, did you hear? And she's like, no. And then, so then I was like, oh, ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. It must be a thing. And that was like a whole other issue because I, then I was like, mom, like I have this disease. Like, didn't you know, like that he had something? And she was like, well, they told me like his mother at the time was like, oh, like girls can't get it. 
And I was like, what? Like, we never looked into this, you know? <laughs> like, girls can't get it. She was like, well, they told me. I remember, like, she was a young mother, I guess, like in her early 20s. But yeah, like when I got pregnant, you know, I was concerned about it. But they just said, oh, don't worry, girls can't get it. And so I never really looked into it. And I'm like, holy shit. Well, here I am now, like, mm -hmm. you know, in my 30s, finding out I have this disease. What does that mean? But the scariest thing for me was he said, you have like a 5% higher chance with this disease to have a brain aneurysm. This is what the doctor told me. And I was like, okay. I, I literally said I had to lay down. And I laid down on the table in the doctor's, in the office. And I was like, I feel like I'm going to like just pass out because mm -hmm. you're, that's like my biggest nightmare. Information overload. Thank you. Right. Thanks so much. Like mm -hmm. you're just telling, like, let me process this disease, this thing that I have first. And then you can tell me all the fun facts. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll be aware of after that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Okay. Like this sounds terrible. And he's like, well, it's really not terrible, terrible. You just want to keep up with it. Like there's nothing we can do. Basically there's nothing we can do until your kidneys just get so bad. Then you need a replacement. And I was like, okay, this is really, you're right. not, you're, you're that, not sounds, that sounds fun and positive for me. Right? <laughs> you're not working for me, sir. So anyway, I'm processing. I go to my grandmother's, my grandmother, and I now you have like my mom, right? Like closer than close can be. Like my mom is great, but more like my sister, you know, mm -hmm. growing up. My grandmother was like my mom. Mm -hmm. So anything I needed, I went to my grandmother for everything. Right. I mean, they raised me, my grandparents. So uh yeah, because my mom, like uh, my mom and dad, I think they got divorced when I was like two. And, like, mm -hmm. I really never saw him again after that. And then, like, you know, she, like, dated all the time. She was, like, young and partying now, you know. So they were my stability, my grandparents. Mm -hmm. Right. So I went right to their house and, you know, I filled them in. And, you know, of course, like, my grandmother's like, upset, but not trying to be too upset. But she's, like, oh, okay, you know. <sighs> my mom. I'm kind of, like, pissed at her a little bit, too. I've got, like, this weird, like, why didn't mm -hmm. you, you know, now, like. I just found this out like so anyway three days later um my grandmother calls me and we talked every day but she called me and I remember I, I had come down with a cold right like a chest cold and I wasn't mm -hmm. feeling good I was probably just so stressed about and I'm right you know, Absolutely. But I just found out. so um I'm just sitting there like, and she calls and I, this was like the first time where I'm like, I'm just going to ignore it. I don't feel like talking to her right now. You know, I was kind of like in that mood. Mm -hmm. Like I don't feel like talking to anybody right now. So then she called again and I didn't answer. And then I was like, I'm going to call her back. I'm just going to call her back. This was on a Saturday. And so I called her back and we're talking and she sounded awful. I mean, she sounded worse than me. And I was like, what's wrong? She's like, I don't know. Like, I I have this chest cold, too, but I'll be fine. Like, whatever. So we're just talking. She's like, I just want to tell you how bad I feel. Like, you know, like what you're going through. And like, you're going to be fine. I know everything's going to be okay, you know. And we were just having our regular conversation. Like, she was comforting me. And I was like, you know, 
talking about dinner, whatever, all kinds of stuff. And so I was like, all right, well, you know, I told her I loved her and like, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And she's like, all right, come over for dinner Sunday. Cause I would usually go over there for sure. Like me and like my family would go over in my grandparents' house every Sunday for dinner. Mm-hmm. I said, like, okay. So I hung, hung up the phone and then five o'clock in the morning, I wake, I wake up and I'm like, something's wrong. And I hear my ex-husband talking on the phone and I'm like, what? Like, why is he awake? Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, I called his name and he came up and he was like, not, I called her nanny. She's, he's like, nanny's not okay. And I was like, what do you mean? She's not okay. And I like jumped out of bed and I got immediately in the car and they, they live about, they lived at the time about a mile down the road. And I got in the car and I pulled up and there were, ambulances fire you name it everything now it's like 5 15 and my stepdad was on the driveway and he was like she's gone she died and i was like an animal i have never been so um animalistic in my life the feeling mm-hmm. i felt the loss immediate like when I look back, I'm almost embarrassed of the of the way I was acting, but like I never expected that in a million right. years, right? Right. So, I mean, I just was like screaming, crying, like, no, that's not true. I just talked to her last night, like she just had a cold. So I guess she woke up around like three. And my grandfather was like taking care. He, like she was like, I don't feel that good. And he was like, Oh, okay. And he like helped her to her chair and like covered her, you know. Put her, and she and she was like, I just kind of, I think I have indigestion, you know. Mm-hmm. And so she um was just like kind of up and started like reading. And I guess she fell asleep. And he was like went to the bathroom, came back out, and yeah, like she and she just fell asleep and never woke up. And I guess her heart just stopped, you know, and Mm -hmm. my God, like even talking about it right now, I could just be like, (laughs) like, right. No, I get that. Like it's terrible. And so, um, yeah. So I went in and my grandfather's just in total shock and everyone's in their bedroom, like all of the ambulance people and paramedics. I don't even know. There's just a line of people in uniforms, (laughs) like in there, Mm -hmm. she's just on the floor and, like I got to see her and like say goodbye to her and everything. But I'm telling you that I, I just didn't know how I was going to get over it. I never, I just didn't know how I was ever going to get over. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. I absolutely get that. My, I had the um, same kind of thing with my grandma. I had, uh, we were very close. We like, I'd go out to her house for dinner every single night and you know she watched my daughter a lot when I had to work and um I had just got home from work and my parents called me and they're like you need to come out here something's wrong with your grandma and she died like when I got there just fell forward into her dinner plate oh my gosh and you know her heart just like had stopped or or whatever and you know that's a that's a traumatic thing and then for me too like right when that happened um you know my mom had like text some people or whatever and like all of my relatives show up 
and and we're still trying to get her out of the chair and lay her like on the floor or whatever and and relatives started showing up and they're like taking her glasses off their face stealing her watch like Ugh. going through the house taking, no. shit, taking shit out of the garage and i'm like i lost my shit um i sent out a broadcast email to all of my relatives to basically tell them what pieces of shit they were because no one ever you know offered to take her to the store or take her to get her hair done or stop by just to visit or yeah you know like nothing and then right. they're out there they're like cleaning her house out and stealing shit before they even take her body away oh <clears throat> So yeah, Horrible. I get that. <laughs> yeah. And there were definitely some family members, like if they had the opportunity, they would have mm -hmm. done, done those mm -hmm. things. But we kept them at bay when they finally got there. But like as people were showing up and like no one's like acting crazy. Like I was, I was like, right. am I the only one upset here? Like, but I'm, I'm telling you, we had such a bond. Yeah, that's what it is. And, you know, it's just, and I'm, I'm a very emotional, like I, I cry all the time. I laugh all the time. Like I have big emotions, you know, like I just, you cry at commercials like I do yes, for I, no oh reason. Forget about anything with animals. Are you kidding? I can't. That goddamn Sarah McLaughlin song. I know, right? That'll just come in my head and I'll be like, <laughs> like I picture the puppies and the dogs behind the cages and like I want to adopt every goddamn one. That's, oh, it's awful. That's why I want a farm. <laughs> Hello. That's brilliant. So, yeah. So, uh, so then I was like, all right, my life is just shit now mm -hmm. right like three days ago i got diagnosed with this now the the one person in my life that understands me is gone right. she just mm -hmm. drops dead so i'm like how am i gonna get through anything and so we go through the whole grieving pro you know i go through the whole grief wow that was like actually crazy like i couldn't sleep i couldn't eat you know it was like right. a whole thing um and then also explaining to my son like my she watched it she was like his babysitter you know so same thing how mm -hmm. it's so hard explaining to a little kid right he was like three and um at the time and so yeah so then that whole thing but you know eventually oh so i reached out to this yoga teacher anyway so here we're back we're back on this so i reach out to her i'm like i'm i'm not doing it like thank you but like i'm i'm not doing it and she was like why and I was like, because I have this and my grandmother just died and I'm not capable of any of this. Like, I'm just going to like if I could have said, like, I'm just going to become like a hermit and just lay in right. bed until my kidneys give out. Like, I'm just <laughs> that's that's the life for me now. Like, that's what mm -hmm. I've chosen. Thank you. Goodbye, everyone. Like and so she was like, you need this more than ever now. Mm -hmm. Now this is your cult. Like, you need this more than ever. And mm -hmm. now I know why I got that calling back in June of mm -hmm. that year, why we went to Cape Cod with my grandparents because she died a month later. Right. We had that experience with them. That was her last vacation. Right. So many things lined up. So I go to yoga and uh, I meet all these awesome ladies. And my teacher was really cool, smart, brilliant and I needed to be there. She mm -hmm. was right. It was hard. 
but it transformed me. It really, truly transformed me. And it taught me how to cope with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Shit that like even in my past, I didn't know I still need needed coping. I was kind of just like, oh yeah, that happened to me. And I'm just going to cover that up and put it in a little <laughs> box. We're not going to talk about that one anymore. Bury that in the backyard. Bury that one back there. <laughs> no, it all comes out. <laughs> Pandora's box opens eventually Uh again. Uh, But that was part of this training too, was like, we got to, we got to work on all that shit. So so let me ask you this because I've never done yoga. I don't know if I could do yoga, honest to God. Um, And a lot of people are like, oh, you should totally try that because I've had a spinal fusion and, you know, I can't. I don't have the range of motion like a lot of people do. So I have to like put my pants on my socks on different and, you know, all of that stuff. But how being somebody that I'm sure you've always been like fit and, and whatever, how hard was it for you when you started doing yoga? Hard because I was always in shape. I was a dancer, but I never uh, did I was I told you I never really did yoga. I I did Pilates for a while, mm-hmm. but yoga is a whole other animal. So it was really um, because I want to talk about what you're saying about your body in a mm-hmm. second. But it, it's a whole other animal where it's it really truly when you go through a training like this, and this is why I recommend really finding a good teacher. It's because it changes your mind, mm-hmm. your spirit, your body too. Right. It's not just I'm not right. flexible. Like, oh, you suck. Like, no. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. I suck. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's a whole transformation. But as you incorporate the meditations and the breath work, that's mm-hmm. what yoga is. Mm-hmm. So asana is the movement. The stillness is yoga. Nobody knows that if you don't truly know yoga. Mm-hmm. The, the being able to be still and be in your own body and meditate and accepting who you are. Mm-hmm. That's the yoga. Right. Okay. So now, now going back to you, yes, anybody can do it because, because I was, a, I, I was learning how to become a teacher. I also had to learn to um, teach everybody. And mm-hmm. I mean, we, people with, you know, disabilities and, issues, uh, spinal Mm -hmm. issues, neck issues, elderly people. So there's something for everybody. And restorative yoga is my favorite yoga because I am actually, I I hate working out. I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) I'm allergic. (laughs) Like I actually hate it. And, um, I, it's, oh, so like, Anything that like you can lay down propped up in a comfortable <laughs> position. I'm like, I, I'm there for that. That's me. I'm there for that. I'm like in this. So that really appealed to me, you know, and she was like, yeah, that appeals to you. Cause that's who you are. No, we got to get the fire in you going. And so like, then she'd make me do like fucking handstands. And I'm like, that's not, I'm not, no. I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's the thing with yoga. It's like, yes, like someone like you with that spinal issue, there there are ways around it 100%, but that's the thing. You have to find a good teacher 
you know, yeah. because a lot of times you will go into these sort of manufactured yoga studios yes. and mm-hmm. they don't care. So the way I was taught is to literally walk around the room and I'm literally like touching a, a people. physical therapist, like yeah. anatomy. Like I'm making sure your spine is, your spine is aligned correctly. Your arms are in the right position, your neck you know, and a lot mm-hmm. of, unfortunately, a lot of yoga studios, they just have somebody up there teaching yoga. They don't even look at you, you right. know? And so it's, that's very important, but restorative yoga. I would look into that, Janet, because mm-hmm. it's so healthy and so nourishing. And even if you just put your leg, honestly, if you just put your legs up the wall, that's an mm-hmm. actual yoga position. I do that sometimes just to stretch my back because, okay. um, after I had like my back surgery done, they put, um, I had to have to, a bone graft and all that shit. And they put a bone stimulator, um, implant in my back. And then, you know, I went back and had that taken out, but they left the wire pack in my back. Mm. And so, and that's been a long time ago, but every once in a while, one of those wires will shift. Because it looks like a giant spider web, like on an wow. x-ray or something. Like they, especially when I go through the scanner at an airport, they're like, oh, no. What the fuck? <laughs> so she's got weaponry in her back. It's literally like everywhere. Right. But like one of these wires will move every once in a while and like poke oh a gosh. nerve or, Ooh. you know, like sit in between my disc or something. And I'm like, okay. Ooh. Yeah. No, and I'll have to do stuff like that every once yeah. in a while just to try to, yeah. you know, relieve that pressure. Yeah. But yeah, It'd like the br- for you, yeah, the like the breath work and you know all of that stuff, the med- meditation and you know being mindful and all of those things. I've got that down pat because I literally do that all day long. Yeah, but the movement stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. I don't know restorative yoga you can even look look there's very good ones on youtube and i'll send you some that i would recommend for you um and gentle yoga so then when i started teaching yoga i only taught gentle yoga classes because it's it's un Mm. i don't think it's necessary to do these movements and hold these poses and do this hot yoga where you're just sweating that's the new thing Yes, that's the new thing around here, and it's like huge where they've got all these hot works, yes, studios that they put up. And I'm like, okay, so I'm already gonna struggle like to do weird poses and shit just because I don't move that way, right? And then you want me to like be a sweaty beast on top of that, right? Right, (laughs) and a lot of people like it can work for some people. But a lot of people that are attracted to that is they need the opposite of that. Right. You know, it's always I found in yoga through this whole practice because then I became a yoga therapist. I loved it so much in the in the middle. This is just the way I am in the middle of my yoga teacher training. I was like, can I become a therapist before graduating? And she was like, yes, because you're like a psychopath over this stuff. And you're like in it. That would be very interesting. You're going to have yeah. to talk about that. Yeah, I will. But just getting back to I, what I've learned and in life too, it's like what you think you need. Sometimes it's not what you need. Right. Absolutely. What, it, what you need. 
So a person that's like a hothead and they're intense and they're like, you know, working like a nine to five and they're, or they're like a boss and they go to hot yoga and they're fired up. Right. It's like, no, dude, you need the opposite. You need to right. like chill and come mm -hmm. to a restorative class where everything is gentle and you need to like sit with your mind because mm -hmm. people like that don't want to sit with their minds. No, and, or, you know, it scares them because of the things that may come up. Yes. Because yep. they're so during their routine, they're so scheduled and regimented and analytical and always thinking about, you know, work all the time and, and, you know, what I didn't do or what I need to do tomorrow and stuff. Yes. And very rarely do they ever take the time just to sit down and be like, breathe. Exactly. <laughs> yep. And then sometimes people that are more on the lazy side need that more fire aspect mm -hmm. inside them. And that's where mm -hmm. kind of the Ayurveda comes in. I'll talk about that in a second. But so with my experience, I uh, learned to cope with this kidney thing. And guess what? My kidneys are fine. I just have mm -hmm. cysts on them. Mm -hmm. But every year I get my blood work done and I have my urine tests and I, I have no issues with my kidneys. Mm -hmm. um, they're just, there's just cysts. And I learned to not fear, fear right. that Oh my God, but what if? No, right. I'm, I have learned to literally live in the moment with right. everything. Absolutely. And take care of myself too. Mm -hmm. um, and grief. Wow. That was huge. And then during my yoga teacher training, the whole and yoga therapy and all of this, then my grandfather passed away a year later. And I was in the middle of it. And I was like a complete different person the way I coped with his mm -hmm. death. And right. acceptance. And I gained so much confidence through my training. I uh, did like, I don't know if it was a eulogy, but I, I you know, at the mass, mm -hmm. when right. you give the speech about the person, I never mm -hmm. would have done this in a million years. I was terrified of public speaking. Mm -hmm. Like, forget it. Never. You couldn't pay me to, right. to stand up in front of a crowd. And here I did his eulogy in front of all these people at the church that's how much it transformed me, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and wow, like I can't say enough about how it changed my life and learning to cope and that we truly are just meat suits, our mm -hmm. physical body. And there's so much more to us and right. our spirit and our souls, you know? Um, now with Ayurveda, that is a awesome health modality that mm -hmm. we learned in yoga. And wow, when I when she started talking about that, I was just I fell in love with the whole concept of it because I love routine. Mm -hmm. I thrive on like a routine. So um she started like giving a like not throwing throwing it in like full bore to begin with because you know everything is like baby steps not to overwhelm. But she started like talking about like this health modality and how you know you can do these certain things and I was like oh my god this totally is resonating with me mm -hmm. like I would love to change my diet in a, in a to, to benefit me um so what 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 that does is you deal with doshas and mm -hmm. our doshas basically are what we're made up of right mm -hmm. and there's three of them now you, you caught me off guard with this today because I didn't know what we were talking about. So I up on this. I I've been wanting to talk to you about this for a year. But there's Kappa, which is more. That is me. 
okay. Yep. And me. That too. is me. I have a lot of that in me. And then there's Pitta, which is like the fire, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's Vata. So those are the three doshas that you deal with. Um, and you can have a combination of doshas. Mm-hmm. You can have one, but mostly people have two. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's it can range, but my nature is kappa. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you tend to be a little bit more like physically curvier, you mm-hmm. know, like you like to like, I can be a little lazy sometimes. I don't want to <laughs> like do the work. I don't want to do like the physical stuff. Like I said, you know, you know, I'd rather like lounge around. Um, also like what I like to eat creamy things like mm-hmm. uh, very like indulgent right way of eating, stuff like that um and so she was like yeah you gotta like do now the opposite i don't want you to like no more ice cream at night and i was like Are you, what do you mean no more ice cream at night? <laughs> you just destroyed my whole world what and so <laughs> that was like a really funny exercise because she was go like, eat some seeds <laughs> yeah so she was like you i need you all at one point she's like i need you all to give up one thing that you do like a bad habit Mm -hmm. And that was my worst habit was after dinner, my son's in bed. I go on the couch and I put on the housewives. This was back then. Maybe I watch them once in a while. Maybe, maybe Mm -hmm. as a guilty pleasure. Right. I put on the Bravo and I would just eat ice cream. And it was just like heaven all every night. And she was like, yeah, you got to give that up. And I was like. And I don't do it anymore. It like, I don't works. like you. I'm not coming back tomorrow. <laughs> You're a bitch. Okay. This, this isn't working. <laughs> and so, yeah. So then she was like, you need more fire. And I was like, God damn. All right. So she was like, popcorn. Do popcorn. Do you need like, uh, the crunchy? See, that's me. I love popcorn. Yeah. So yeah. now I've learned to love that. So, yeah, your doshas can change. Um, and vata, so, so pitta's fire. If you're like a fiery person, you have more pitta in you. And you probably are loving like red wine and like red meat and like um, spicy foods. That's mm-hmm. like what you probably love and you, prob- and you need something more cooling. Mm-hmm. And then there's the vata, which is air. And so that can be more like... Um, popcorns and chips and veggies and crunchy (laughs) salads okay so then also the doshas are very interesting because it's a life cycle too Mm -hmm. so kappa actually represents infants and babies because we're babies and infants are gooey and snotty and mucusy right me i'm constantly (laughs) naughty and mucusy Yep. And so that can really stick with you. Um, and but the the plus side, you tend to look also younger because you kind of have all these lubricants. That's definitely me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You definitely look younger. And um you're do you have stiffer joints at all? Um because I know you have the, the back thing, but yes, um a lot of times and you know I I attributed that to uh, sports and yep. stuff. So I do get um, inflammation, but that's why I started uh, like 
doing my own supplements. Yes. So, so. inflammation can be a little bit different with, with this, mm -hmm. but I was just curious. Um, so yeah, that's kind of couple. You can also, yeah, like a little bit rounder in certain parts, like, you mm -hmm. know, stuff like that. You're, you're like a baby, like almost like if you think of an infant. Snotty, I got clowned. a plump butt. <laughs> I hear you, sister. They don't call me Peppers a Peach for nothing. All right. Um. <laughs> I'm kind of a, like, I'm definitely a mixture because I'm only lazy sometimes. Yes. I'm, my husband always gets on me because he's like, can you just sit down? Like sit down and like finish this movie with me or whatever. Right. He's like, I, you probably missed like the most important part because you're up running around. And I do. I mean, I can be lazy, <clears throat> but I'm also a doer. Yeah. Yeah. But me too. I'm not like huh, my only, I don't eat chips and things like that. Like my, my go-to snack food is popcorn. Yeah. Literally all the time. Yeah. It's so good, isn't it? That's that's my thing. Yeah. So then uh, the next would be the pizza. And they, they kind of look at that like, you know, late teens to like, you know, maybe like that sort of middle age, right before you get middle age, because that's like your fiery time when like mm -hmm. life's changing and moving and like uh, careers are happening and kids are coming and marriages and things like that. So that's when you have the the pitta the fire in you and then vata is considered more like 50 plus kind of age if you mm -hmm. look at the actual ayurvedic timeline mm -hmm. um they call it the elderly stage oh my god that's like, me i'm in like, that one too right? <laughs> and that which is funny so if you've got a lot of like poppy joint you know when you get up and you hear like things oh are that's me my ankles yeah. My knees. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Me too. Yeah. And so, and again, that's just air and you can be literally 17 and be more Vata, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that, that, but that's how they look at it. Like a time, uh, like, uh, like almost like a clock in a way. Um, so it's very interesting. And again, if you have, you can take these tests online. Um, a lot, most of them are free and they're fun to take and you'll, they want to know everything hair color, skin color, if you have freckles or not, you know, um, you like your disposition, what you enjoy, and you will get a pretty good uh, read on most of these. But they're yeah, I, I definitely want to do that because I like I could see a little bit of all three of those in me because yeah. I can definitely be fiery. Yeah. And I can't say bossy. I'm not bossy with my husband. I'm just very matter of fact. And I, I want to do things right the first time. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> like who the hell wants to have to redo something twice? I don't. And yep. so, yeah, I'm like very uh, precise in that manner, but yeah. Yep. No. And, and it can change too. You might just be very well balanced right now. Mm -hmm. And that can yeah. happen too, where everyone has a little bit of everything. So, because you can have it where some it's out of order. Like you have way too much of some of this, you know, mm -hmm. say kappa or whatever. You, you have way too much of that. And so a balance, that, that's what you want to achieve. Just mm -hmm. like anything else is the balance. So a lot of what, what I said 
um, really thrilled me about Ayurveda were these routine, uh, healthy routine things. So if you want me to just kind of get into what I do and what kind mm -hmm. of I noticed helped me. So there's a lot that you can do. But um, overall, until you take your dosha quiz, mm -hmm. again, you just look that up, dosha quiz, and you'll find it out. And then um, a lot of these websites will um, tell you what you what's good for your certain doshas. Or you can reach out to me um, at the end of this. I'll give you my information where to reach out if people have questions. Uh, but overall, Ayurvedic practices, when you wake up in the morning, uh, the first thing you want to do is if you don't have to poop yet, because poop is a big thing in Ayurveda. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's huge. And so we just talk about it. Like at first when I started this training, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe like I have to like, have like, to talk about, talk poop. about right. Like, you know, <laughs> I love I'm, talking about poop. So right. I'm right at home. So now it's just like, you know, and then you become like a mom and you have a baby and you're, you're pooping everywhere and there's poop everywhere. And you're just like poop. Uh, you realize how important it is. So, yeah. So if you don't poop right away, which a lot of people can't, you know, that's fine. What you want to do is you want to go into the bathroom and you want to scrape your tongue. That's a huge thing in Ayurveda is tongue scraping because you want to get out all the gook and the mm -hmm. kapha and the residual mucuses and germs mm -hmm. from the night before. And it's pretty gross if you've never done it before. Like the first time I started doing it, I was like, oh, because it's literally <laughs> like what that white disgusting you're like i'd rather look at poop i would and we had this conversation how much i hate spit with you and nico spit and snot i'm like really that's my thing where i'm like no and so i started doing it. I, I was gagging i was like i like and i had finally just like closing my eyes but then i like gag my i go back too far because i wasn't paying attention it was a disaster but then i got used to it <laughs> i got used to the white stuff so you scrape your tongue until it's clean. Okay. <laughs> Don't go too hard either because a lot of people like Nico. Uh, I got him a tongue scrape scraper. Scrape your taste buds off. Like, it's like raw. And I'm like, no, like gentle. Like, you don't feel like be a maniac. You know, we're not, we're not taking off like the first layer of your freaking tongue. You know, God damn. So anyway, you want to scrape your tongue. If any, if you do anything, do that. Like that is like my biggest advice in in this. If you want to start anywhere with a healthy routine, tongue scraping. Um, and then what I do is my meditation, and I mm -hmm. try to get that in as much as I can. But I have to always stretch before because if I just sort of get into like a meditation in the morning, I'm moving around too much because I'm sore. Like my mm -hmm. back feels cranky and like I'm not comfortable. So I have to get back on the floor, come back in, get on the floor and just stretch. However, whatever feels good to you. And then I do, even if I get a five minute meditation in, I do it. Mm -hmm. I just sit back down on the floor and just close my eyes and just breathe mm -hmm. before I start my day. Um, I... I'm very fortunate that I wake up and I poop immediately. Like mm -hmm. that's, I wake up because I have to go to the bathroom mm -hmm. and I'm so happy. I've gotten to that place in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought I'd be so happy to poop. <laughs> Never thought I'd be so happy. 
<laughs> or I'd be saying this on a podcast, <laughs> but I feel like I've, I, I really accomplished something in my life now that like, you know, I wake up to that every morning and I hate it. I hate doing it. So I get it out of the way. You know what I mean? I get it out of the way. So I'm not like in the middle of the afternoon, like having to do that now. Now, mm-hmm. now that's done and I'm good. Um, so I get that out of the way. I do the tongue scraping. I do the meditation, the stretching meditation. And I go downstairs and every morning I have warm, warm water with lemon mm-hmm. every morning. And I think that has really helped everything. My gut biome, yes, uh, my digestion mm-hmm. and getting regular as well. Um, I've been doing this since 2014 now. So mm-hmm. every morning I can't miss it. And then I started adding because I had terrible GERD back in the day. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I would have to take, uh, well, what's that bad one the, with the Z, uh, that bad drug now that they're Zantac. Like, yes, every night. Mm-hmm. Or I would just be like dying, mm-hmm. dying, just be coming up. I wouldn't be able to sleep. Um, never, never again. And what I did was I started adding ground turmeric to mm-hmm. my lemon water mm-hmm. every morning, just a shake of it. And then I would just mix it together. And that's my morning mm-hmm. tincture, you know, I have it every morning. Um, w- really. And it's been a lifesaver. So that's another thing I highly recommend if you're not, if you do the tongue scraping, just have some warm lemon water in the morning. And if you want to just amp it up a little bit, put a little dash of ground mm-hmm. turmeric in. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that, that is just like a routine that I absolutely have just stuck with. And I know, cause it can be hard to do like these big yoga routines. I don't, I don't do yoga every day anymore. I do it when I, I, I get the calling to do it, you mm-hmm. know, but as right. long as I'm moving my body, walking something to stay active and lubricate uh, mm-hmm. my joints, because now I'm, I'm 45 now. Like I just turned 45 in January and I, wow, like I am starting to feel different, you know, <laughs> right? Like, Wait until you hit in your fifties. <laughs> that is not a joke, you know, like you really do. And like, I want to, feel, I, I look in the mirror and I'm like, bitch, you're not 45. And then like, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, God damn it. You're lying to yourself, you know? Huh. So like, it's funny, but you really have to take care of yourself and really staying mm-hmm. active. I just noticed it is so important because you do have to keep those joints lubricated. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, eating healthy, everyone knows you have to eat healthy. That's your own, uh, you know, lifestyle. I can't, you know, really, mm-hmm. I'm not going to like boss people into eating healthy because I look at, I, I love Korean corn dogs. I splurge. I know. We okay. are still looking for those, I'll tell you. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Life is about balance in mm-hmm. every aspect. And that's what I've learned. And I'm not going to stop eating stuff right. that I absolutely love. But I also am going, I'm not going to eat the stuff that I know is destroying me now. And I've, mm-hmm. and ever since a month ago, I cannot drink milk anymore. Whole milk, cheese, whole cheese, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It sucks. But it yeah, and like- for me, like, I love cheese. Yeah. But we did away with, like, the shit cheese and yes. started buying, like, real cheese. And so, like, that's a huge, huge difference. And, 
you know, it's so hard because there's so many people out there. They're like, oh, for your health, you have to cut out like meat. You can't ever have meat again. And you have to do this and you have to do that. Everybody's body is made very, very differently. And everybody needs different things in their diet. And so that if you ever hear anybody tell you, don't do this or don't do that or eliminate, you know, everything from your life that you've ever known and loved. Yep. That's wrong. That's it's, wrong advice. It's true. 100%. I, I can't agree with you more on that because like just for instance, Nico and I have very different things of what we can tolerate mm-hmm. and we've tried eating certain ways together. He can right. take in more meat than I can. And I'm, mm-hmm. I love meat. Oh my God. I love a good steak. And guess what? Now Nico can't eat red meat. Mm-hmm. Something happened to him. We don't know if it's a tick born, a tick thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, right. you might've heard about that, but he, it just destroys him where like, I can eat steak. No problem. And I mm-hmm. do need it, especially around the time of my period and things like that. Mm-hmm. I, I really crave it. Um, but I, I thrive on vegetables. I really do. It's a, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I cannot be a vegetarian, but I notice that it just works well with my body. It mm-hmm. just does. I've, I've, right. I've been through every diet, every like, you know, way to eat gluten-free because of my son, he's, he's got celiac. So we've mm-hmm. all gone gluten-free and that was terrible. That right. Didn't work for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, not yep. just because like I miss stuff, but truly like I was actually more bloated. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel great on it, you know? Right. Um, and so, and it's also very expensive to be yeah. oh, extremely. for the whole family to mm-hmm. be gluten-free. Right. It was insane. So now we focus on his gluten-free things and we eat whole foods. There's mm-hmm. nothing that we have for dinner that he can never have. Right. You know, like, because we always have meat and vegetables and mm-hmm you know, and like a rice, white rice, he can't, he can have that, you know? So we right. always have something that the whole family can always have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just important. And yeah, the big takeaway is just, again, balance. If you're going to eat, you know, your favorite junky stuff, maybe the next day, you know, do something right. where you're not going to feel so shitty, you know, right. because Absolutely. That's, that's what I do. Like I'll have a day where I just, I wake up and I'm like, I really want like something delicious for breakfast. You know what I mean? Delicious. I, I mean, really like, want a blueberry donut. Donuts. <laughs> oh, like I'm like that way. Baked goods are my thing. Anything doughy, like, mm-hmm. oh, give it to me. You know, like I'm more bread. It. I'm more bread than dessert. Like I mm. love really good Breads bread. Are great too. I'll take breads too. I'm not mm-hmm. discriminating on anything coming from a bakery. <laughs> I love to bake. I love to do stuff like that. But like I have just like rearranged the way that I bake stuff, you know, and so I use different flours, different sugars, um, stuff like that to like take some of the carbs and and crap out. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Bread is amazing. I think most people um, like want to eat better. But they don't know how to eat better yep. um, or where to start. And like I said, there's so much advice out there about, you know, like 
eliminate all of this and only eat this and whatever that's not going to work for everyone. Yep. And a lot of times it'll cause more digestive issues yes. than what people had before. Yes. And, and really listen to your own body. Mm-hmm. You really, and um, having that and meditation does help because a lot yeah. of people really don't know how to get in touch with their 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 own body or, or listening mm-hmm. to what it needs and meditation does help you do that but obviously if you have a terrible problem you know say like Crohn's disease or I'm trying to think of like a bowel disease or something like that and you know mm-hmm. certain things like fried foods irritate you stay away from that as much as you can because right there's just so many problems that can come down the pike with mm-hmm. those sorts of things right you know but you can also indulge in other things mm-hmm. you know um, but that's, I think, you know, balance, like I keep saying, I, is, is key to life. You know, and like, I have been so big into like spices my entire mm-hmm. life and herbs and, and stuff like that uh-huh. and learning what things are for yes. and what they will help with ailment wise in your body has been like a lifesaver here to me recently to be able to um, not just spices, but make different, you know, teas and and things like that. And even my own, like I said earlier, supplements that I can give my body what I need to work on what I need and take out like inflammation because inflammation is responsible for literally disease process in your body. So like you were talking about with the water with the lemon in it, um, lemon and orange and grapefruit, even some people that can't stand the taste of like actual grapefruit, Mm -hmm. but even grapefruit oil Mm. um, to add to, you know, water in the morning. And, you know, you can even put like ground uh, curcumin in there, stuff like that, which, which really helps with digestion. Yeah, though, that's great. Um, mm -hmm. So what I um, have learned, too, and actually, Elle, um, speed bumps, Elle, Mm -hmm. she, because, you know, we were talking about adrenal fatigue. Mm -hmm. And because of what I went through for the past few years, all that trauma, um, I was, I think I had severe adrenal fatigue. I'm still going Mm -hmm. through it. Absolutely. Yeah. But I do this adrenal cocktail every day. And I'll, I know you can add other things to it, but mine is simply coconut water. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do fresh squeezed orange um, in mm-hmm. there right. and salt, Himalayan sea salt. Right. And I have that every day. And I feel literally refreshed mm-hmm. from the inside. <laughs> right. Um, and it's just one of those things that gives me that boost. And I know I'm doing something good for my body. Mm-hmm. Because some days are stressful and I either forget to eat or I am eating the wrong things. But I know I'm doing that at least. You know, mm-hmm. I'm having my lemon water and I'm doing my Ayurvedic morning routine. And then I have this to look forward to mid-morning. I usually have one. And mm-hmm. sometimes even in like the three o'clock slump, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have one of these little cocktails. And it's just it makes me feel great. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying about how healing herbs and fruits and things can be a hundred percent because after I had our, who's now six, um, our baby, um, I got inflammation of the bladder 
Mm-hmm. So bad. And they said it was almost like an IC interstitial cystitis of the mm-hmm. bladder. Oh right. my God, Janet. I have never felt so uncomfortable, like pain in my life mm-hmm. when my bladder would flare up. Like, right. wow. I just would literally have done anything to rip it out if I could. <laughs> exactly. So, I didn't know what was wrong. And so, I mean, you know, you can go on these medications and everything. And I believe me, I went through the gamut. And the thing that helps me the most, I'm drinking it right now, is blueberry juice. I, I, I love blueberry juice. Oh, do you? It's, mm-hmm. I can't live without it. We just went this morning because I panicked yesterday. I was like, my blueberry juice. Even if I don't have a flare-up, if I don't have it in the house, I panic because mm-hmm. what if? So I started drinking blueberry juice and I'm because it's pure. It's just blueberry juice. I will right. do like a shot of it too. And I love it. But I'll usually mix it with water or coconut mm-hmm. water. You know? Right. And it does within like the next day after it gets through my system mm-hmm. and through my bladder, I'm calmed down. And it's a miracle. Like these things that I've learned, like mm-hmm. I just can't believe it. My <laughs> own research. It's like you really food is medicine. And that, that was a huge Ayurvedic thing, too, is mm-hmm. you heal yourself with food. You right. know, we don't want the, the key is to try not to be on these medications. Right. 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 It's, absolutely. We have all these herbs and beautiful foods we can heal ourselves with and utilizing them. And then I went to a naturopathic doctor and I go to her. What, it, she's like an uh, like unneeded, be, uh, you know, like when I need to see her, which is very mm-hmm. cool. Um, so I'll just like contact her if I'm having an issue. But what she got me on too for the interstitial cystitis um, originally was... Um, Oh, I, I forget what was in it, but it was like a, a bladder pill that I would take, which had all kinds of herbs in it. And it worked for me, but then it kind of wasn't as strong as I needed it to be. Right. And now it's like called Z, I think it's called Zia Maze. And it's literally liquid corn silk. Mm-hmm. And it's in a bottle and it's got, it's a combination. It's got some alcohol in it too, because like, you know, tinctures have some of like a little bit right. of alcohol in it, but I think I don't really know the reason is for that, but I think it just kind of helps with the process. Mm-hmm. But it's very natural and it's liquid corn silk, and that completely calms down my bladder. Again, yeah, and see, I I love stuff like that, and um, like to me, I would rather make my own stuff. You know, look up, you know, like say whatever, whatever having trouble with whether it's like fatigue or depression anxiety you know what whatever the problem is look up what herbs are good for that Mm -hmm. um that's why i think a lot of people are like well i'll just go you know to the the health food store which isn't always healthy you know what i mean and i'll just get whatever whatever tablets or whatever you know tincture mixture or whatever they say Yep. Start learning to do that yourself at home. It's it's so much better. Oh my gosh, it, it really, really is. is. I'm, I I know you're into it, and I get so inspired hearing you talk about it. And I wanna I wanna do it more. You know, it's exciting to me. It is exciting. <laughs> no, it's exciting to me too. Like I, I love that transformative stuff when you and when you have the power to change yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, 
Like and the, I'm so happy you mentioned the blueberry juice because that is literally one of my favorite things. I can't believe that. That's so yeah, funny because I've never heard I anyone love, else. Yeah, I love to do that. And I'll like go and get like a ton of blueberries and, and you know, just boil them in a pot, whatever, strain them. <clears throat> you can actually save the the strained blueberries and, you know, dry those and you know, use the extract in things, oh whatever. But I love blueberry juice. Number one, I love the taste and it's, it doesn't have anything, you know, you don't have to put sweetener or anything. In it. It's already perfect the way it is. So good. And if you like boil the blueberries yourself, if you even put like raspberries in it too, mm. it kicks it up a notch and then you can put like, you know, whatever herbs spices like if you want it um like a a spiced type thing you can put you know like uh clove or allspice or whatever oh, in it wow. to make it like a almost like a wassail have oh, you ever had wassail yes yes yeah. <clears throat> oh my gosh so do you oh, we need to talk about this after mm -hmm. too because so you so you boil the blueberries down and you make like mm -hmm. a syrup out of it or what um, do you do? No, if you just add blueberries, you know, wash the blueberries first yeah. and then add water yeah. in the pan and, you know, it will naturally extract the oils and the, you know, the juice out of the berries. Yeah, yeah. And and then you just strain it and, and there's your blueberry juice. Oh my gosh. And then like the... um the like the lemon oil orange oil like that even like a drop in it you know yeah. into the juice every day it's amazing oh my gosh it's like a booster I'm do it oh yeah i'm gonna do it now yeah because i have to go out it's like nudsons or something i have to get it. and trader mm -hmm. joe's actually has it too which is a good yeah we um, don't have anything like that around we don't here. Have anything like that. Right. <laughs> no we, we don't have any whole food things anywhere near us yeah, no. so, mm -mm. well yeah but so now I'm going to try that because I'm so excited about that. Blueberries mm -hmm. are literally a superfood. I think it's mm -hmm. the top superfood yes. that you can eat. Um, mm -hmm. And they're just so rich in everything. And mm -hmm. so I just feel so good after I drink it. And again, I've literally cured myself with mm -hmm. fruits. Yeah. Like like the lemon and the turmeric and now the blueberries for my bladder. Mm -hmm. Like, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. It really is. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm making you a care box anyways. Oh, my and, gosh. Um, a, one, of the, one of the supplements that I made for you has uh, blueberry extract in it. <gasps> I'm so, so excited. <laughs> oh, how weird is that? You didn't even know. <laughs> we did not plant this before the show either. Mm -mm. Wow. Not at all. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's amazing. So, yeah, yeah. Food, food is great if you know how to use it correctly. You know, mm -hmm. you do the right things to it. Yeah. And you definitely don't have to stop eating. No. At all. And that's a lot of people are like, oh, you need to do a fast for, you know, 21 days or, no. you know, three weeks or whatever. If you're a female, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, fasting for a female for a lengthy period of time is a very bad idea. I believe it because I can't do it. Mm -hmm. And I've tried like even the intermittent fasting where mm -hmm. you wake up and you wait. And I have my, my blood sugar goes mm -hmm. bonkers. I right. wake, I, I'm starving when I wake up. First of all, I already, I already That's because you pooped. I already pooped. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You, you know it. 
<laughs> I'm like, I'm like expelled of it all. Right. And so like, I'm ready to eat. And so I've tried that and nope, it doesn't work for me. I feel miserable. Mm-hmm. I feel I'm going to pass out. I'm dizzy. I'm shaky. I'm like, what is the point of this? You know, it's yeah. not working for my body. It could work nope. for somebody else, but it doesn't work for me. Yeah. 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 I, and I can do like the intermittent thing every once in a while. I surely could not do it daily. Yeah. But, you know, if I have like a bunch of things on my schedule that I need to go do, like chore wise, since we live so far away from anything, yeah, like it's an all day excursion. So I may not eat breakfast in the morning or anything while I'm out running around or whatever. And then I won't mm-hmm. eat dinner and, mm-hmm. or won't anything till dinner that night. But I can only do that once in a while. Yeah. That's hard to do. I'm mm-hmm. the opposite where I could like, I could eat lunch and then I, I, I might be okay until the morning. I, it's like the opposite of, you know, but mm-hmm. I can never skip in the morning. I'm just miserable. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good. And I don't want to not feel good, you know? Right. Absolutely. If I know that a little bit of food is going to make me feel good in the morning, I'm going to eat. <laughs> you know? one, of these, like, one of these days, I'm going to have that blueberry donut. I think about them a lot. Oh, my but God. But I have not had one for years and years. <laughs> Donuts are so good. The other day, I went with my 13-year-old to Dunkin' Donuts. And I was just like, yeah, I'll have that Boston cream pie donut there's boston cream donut. Uh-huh. i'm like oh it was worth it and that's the you other like thing the creamy not, thing the, the creamy thing with the chocolate on top um i have learned to not beat myself up anymore mm-hmm. because i would do that too i like splurge and then i'd be like you're terrible mm-hmm. and i'm like who else cares yeah <laughs> now i have to go work out for six hours yeah no mm-hmm. again not not my thing so but yeah. yeah, and my thing is, um, like, I like walking. Um, yes. And so, like, even if it rains, I will walk laps on the inside of my house. Oh. Uh, but I'm not one to, like, go to the gym and and do all that stuff. I mean, I have, I have weights that I can, like, carry around with me while I'm walking or something. But, yeah, I'm not one for, like, bench presses and oh, no. acrobatic stuff. I, I can't do that. <laughs> At my age, it's too much for me. It's yeah. too much. And I, I don't like that kind of stuff either. I, I bought this. Actually, it's, like, $100. It's, like, a little elliptical. It's, like, a fake it's an elliptical, but it's not a real elliptical because mm-hmm. it's very manual. Right. And that's what I'll do, you know, every mm-hmm. couple of days or whatever, you know, right. if I can't get my walk in and it's just yeah. something. Yeah. You know, at this point, it's just anything to get, to get yourself moving. I think I have important. a very long driveway, so I like to walk to you the know. mailbox <laughs> <laughs> to get that. Exercise. Yeah. Uh, but I, I am not. A fan of walking in the woods because we have a hell of a lot of snakes here. So, oh yeah, no, yeah. that would be rough. Not, I'm, not a fan. Not a fan either. Nope, <laughs> nope, not a fan. Of that. And I can't run that fast. So if I run across <laughs> a giant one, you know, I would just be fucked. <laughs> I would probably, it probably wouldn't even hurt you. You'd probably just like die. Just <laughs> exactly. <out> of fear. <laughs> He'll come home from work. I'll be laying in the grass somewhere. Yeah. Right. Right. Lovely. <laughs> That's all we need. <laughs> Don't go into the oh, woods. Oh, shoot. 
So tell me um, or tell people where they can uh, get your information at. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm on Instagram. Uh, Rosie.quartz underscore is where you can find me. And I'm always checking those messages. So that's a that's a great place to message me. Mm -hmm. um, and then our podcast is Upstate Unconventional. Uh, I think there's an underscore in there somewhere, but I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know. Upstate underscore unconventional. And Nico runs that one, but you can always get in touch with us there too. And you can listen to our podcast on Apple and Spotify and all the major platforms. So if they want to get a hold of you um, about the yoga and all of that stuff, they can get a hold of you at the Rosy Quartz one? Yes. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. And then what's your modeling page? That is Pepper is a Peach. And it's Peppers <laughs> underscore A underscore Peach. And then from there you can find my other my other pages. So so feel free to stalk her. No, I'm kidding. Feel free. Don't, don't be a mean stalker. <laughs> no, please only come with uh, love. And if you don't like what you see, keep scrolling. Exactly. That's what a lot of people don't, <laughs> don't, don't know. They don't understand that concept. It's like they have to leave a comment no matter what. Mm -hmm. You don't. Don't, mm -hmm. don't waste your time or energy. Right. To be mean. Well, and some people that's like their life and that's what they set out to do in the morning instead of taking their poop or scraping their tongue they just get up and yeah. scroll and then leave shitty comments like oh, all the time. about your hair about your outfit your eyes your face or the, the, oh it never ends whatever and i'm just like okay i know it never ends oh i get the funniest comments too i want to do like a video nico keeps asking me to do it too like of all the crazy comments i get because mm -hmm. I, my comments are off the wall right They're, i mean some of them are really funny and some of them are like what like there was this one person that kept when i first started the account that was obsessed with my eyebrows mm -hmm. and she kept making new accounts because i kept blocking her because she would call mm -hmm. me clown brows mm -hmm. and she would just clown brows like go get a wax like she just never she was absolutely obsessed with my eyebrows and the girl would never leave me alone about it it was kind of funny in a weird way because i was like i'm gonna guess and wrong? say maybe she's got <laughs> purple hair yeah i think you're right and pronouns i'm sorry i had a purple haired woman the other day now men say crazy shit and like, you know, most of the time, I don't know, usually I, I men say sexual stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. they can be kind of insulting sometimes, mm. but uh, when a woman says it, it's so, it bothers me so much. Cause I'm mm -hmm. like, come on, you know, like, what are you doing? So there was this woman the other day, she had a shaved head. Mm -hmm. Her hair was pink on the other side, pinkish purple. And she had the pronouns and all the, the, the stuff. Because I had to look at her page because she was relentless commenting mm -hmm. on my peach pages. And she was like, uh, wow, it's amazing. You're like so much better, like better looking in your videos than you are in your pictures. Like, what do you do? Like, you know, and all like this. And then like, um, you know, something about my stomach. 
and like my hips like being like big and don't you have the access you would think that you would have the access to get help for that she was started making fun of my body and I was like bitch like I'm 45 and I'm doing what I'm doing you know what I mean like I've had kids let me just say you are a smoke show and and I'm sorry pink haired shaped head lady that's a you problem <laughs> not a rosy problem you know what i'm saying and if yeah. and if if your eyebrows upset someone to the point where they cannot focus on anything else during the day yeah. but your eyebrows you know what for the love of jesus you need a life for the love of jesus if you're going to focus on my eyebrows Right. Uh, go ahead and focus on my brows because you're leaving somebody else the hell alone. I whatever. Right. Right. If that's I mean, what you I, do, do. does it make you feel good to be shitty to someone else that you don't know? Does it? I wonder because I can never do that. And again, if I see something I don't like, I just scroll by. It I do and I don't too. Touch it. I really yeah. don't. I don't want to do anything like that. And oh my God. And uh, another thing I wanted to say was, you know, a lot of people. <laughs> don't realize um that i am an, a mother and mm -hmm. i've made these decisions in my modeling pages and things like that and they're so judgmental and i love like they'll, they'll give me advice like girl you're going down the wrong track and i'm like i've done it all what do you mean this is like for fun right you know what and, I mean? well and here's the thing what do they do in their life that requires judgment from other people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Are you a crackhead? Are <laughs> you a drug slinger? I mean, what do you do? What do you right. do that's positive with your life? Nothing. You have done fundraisers yeah. for different things. You are always positive. Mm -hmm. uh, so what? Yeah. Right. You if I put a smile on somebody's face. I'm so yeah. happy, you know? And you're the beautiful person that God made you to be. And so you're sharing that. So what? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Because you know, there can be some. Oh, I, jerks, I know. I get know? some, I get some lovely comments and most of the time it's like disturbing shit. Like yeah. I want to cut you up in the bathtub oh and let God. you bleed out kind of Janet. shit. Yet, and I'm like, okay. Wow. Do you feel better? Okay. Right. Do you feel better now? Yeah. That's or sick. people will just, you know, like come to my page and comment hateful, shitty stuff or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, God loves you anyway. Yeah. Have a good day. And then they get really pissed when you don't like fight back with them. Yes. That's okay. the best. That is okay. the best. I, I've gotten to the point now, it's just block. I just block them because I don't mm -hmm. want the negativity on my page. Right. You know, I, I really don't. I don't want that. So it's like, all right, yeah. you don't have to look at me anymore. And <laughs> I, I always look too. I'm like, these people that are saying, now again, this is like once in a great while that I get a shitty comment mm -hmm. um, now. And I always look, I'm like, they follow, they're following me. They're right. following me. Like, it's not like a random person that just well, came across me. And that's the thing. When people do that, 
this is obsession to a different level. Yeah. And they're go especially females, they are there to follow you and pick you apart because there's something wrong inside of them. Yeah. It's something that they need like they don't feel secure in their own presence and their own beauty or self or whatever you want to call it. So they have to tear someone else down for theirs. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And that's sad. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's too bad it's got to be like that, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's like, find a different hobby then. Because this right. isn't mentally good for you then. If you can't take mm -hmm. what you're seeing, what's out there, then you shouldn't mm -hmm. be on this platform. Right. Stalking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get off of social media and play Jen Rummy with the deck of cards. <laughs> solitaire tiddlywinks <laughs> something like that <laughs> crossword puzzles learn learn some words yeah yes exactly oh man well my dear it's such a beautiful conversation with you i love you so 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 much you're such an amazing person and so anybody that needs help reach out to her because she will definitely respond back to you and definitely get you the mm, assistance that you need <laughs> but for the crazy people can't help you right anyways but it was a beautiful conversation with you this i love you great. so much i love you too thank you thank you for joining me and we'll have to do some more stuff in the future i'm looking forward to it yes we're gonna do when when all of the uh mishaps of 2023 stop <laughs> Um, for the ladies that I love so much, uh, we're going to do a regular ladies round table coming up. So anyways, I can't wait. For um, that. that'll be our future thing when everybody's life is a little bit more calm right now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, exactly. I know. And I, I, I'm excited to share, like I was telling you about mm -hmm. what we've been through just like you did on your mm -hmm. beautiful show and that beautiful episode. And it's so important because we are real people. Mm -hmm. And if there's anything, any way that my story or Jenna's story, mm -hmm. you know, personal stories can help and just relate and know that you can literally get through anything. Right. You know, because Absolutely. when you're in the, when you're in the shit of it all, you don't, you, you, you can't everything. see, you can't see a way out a lot of times. It's really yeah. hard. It's really hard. Mm -hmm. So if we can be there just as a little bit of light to say like you, mm -hmm. I promise, like, I promise you can get through <laughs> it. You know, I know you don't believe us right now because, but yeah, it's true. So, yeah, you know, I'll have that show out soon when I'm ready. I'm, I am so, so looking forward to that because um, that is going to resonate with a lot of people. Um, I know one of our friends is going through the same kind of situation yes. and a lot of other people out there probably are dealing with the same kind of shit. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think that episode will help a lot of people. I hope so. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. So for me and for the beautiful Rosie, make sure you go like, subscribe to their show, download, share it, follow her pages on Instagram. And for me and for her, we will see you next time. Have a good one all.